yeah, watching Brenna, like I'm talking to an audience, watching you, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. Hey guys, welcome to day five million. Oh my God, are you going to do this every time? Quarantine, yes, I'm going to do this every time. Um, right. Today, we're going to talk about me because we had an episode all about Anna Claire. Yeah, and I got jealous. I got so jealous and I was crying. It was a whole mess. <laughs> and it was almost as bad as... <laughs> I'm just kidding. As a lot of other things that have happened to us together. Um, no. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about my journey to try and get my book published. Yeah. Which I'm Spoiler excited. alert, I haven't gotten it published yet. But I feel like I'm going to learn a lot. Yeah, I'm, I learned a lot because yeah. it's been a long journey and I kind of jumped into it without really knowing too much. And I know a lot more and I think it's, it's been awesome learning about the whole publishing industry and how scary and cool and ridiculously uh you don't make any money it is <laughs> yeah. um, at least not for a very long time yes or it, in, or if you're a unicorn as a lot of people say um so yeah I'm just going to talk about kind of my journey like when I wrote I've talked about my my first book I've basically written like two books I wrote them yeah. I wrote them in kind of three but like the third one is really like it was really bare bones and I so I kind of wrote all three of those books at the same time it was pretty much in high school that's crazy um yeah it is crazy and I need to write new stuff and mm -hmm. I have been writing like I've written new stuff in my classes that I've taken and stuff but I've just been too focused on all these old making these old things better because I know that yeah. like the plots are good and I know that I can make them better and improve them and eventually you know I will write new things um but I feel like I'm kind of writing new things because I'm rewriting a bunch of stuff because I wrote them again in high school yeah um so my first book was the one that was the most fleshed out. Um, it's called In the Sky, and the main character's name is Sky with an E at the end, and the book is Sky without an E at the end, the title. So, you know, just a cute little nod. Play on words. Play on words. <laughs> um, and so I wrote, that was kind of the, out of like the three, that was kind of like the first one I wrote, and I made it, um, I don't know if it was the very first, like, I don't know, but it was the most fleshed out by the time I quote unquote finished it in like high school. Yeah. And then I, um, after I kind of finished like the manuscript, I was sent, I showed my friend, which I've talked about before. And I was just so nervous and he was like, this is great. And so kind of that gave me the courage to be like, maybe I can get this published one day. Um, and so kind of through college, I remember sitting in our dorm freshman year and I was like editing it and I was editing mm -hmm. like all three of these books that I wrote in high school, trying to make them better. Cause I was like, wow, these are terrible. <laughs> By the way, was crazy to watch. I mean, I feel like anytime you did a little project like that, you would do it. I don't know. You like got it done. And it was the same thing when you were like, um, uploading Cleaning. all your DVDs. Yeah. Getting rid of stuff. Yeah. Like, like purging. <laughs> yes. I remember when I was like, <laughs> I had like a huge DVD collection and I, because I owned them, it was okay to rip them to my computer. I bought all yeah. of them. And so I did that. I like ripped them all to my computer. And I obviously did not sell them or anything. I gave them away. Um, so it wasn't like, you know, but anyway, I'm <laughs> just going to clean everything. We're, we're not going to yeah, go to jail. Go... But I like do things and I start them and I usually will finish them. And sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes it takes a while, especially like now when I'm trying to do stuff because we are kind of in quarantine. I don't really have an escape. Yeah. So I want to procrastinate even though it's like I shouldn't. But yeah. And so I kind of, I edited 
those like three books through college because um, I wrote them probably like sophomore year of high school like I was pretty yeah. young um, and I was kind of yeah I edited re rewrote some parts um, through like the end of high school and college and I ended up getting in the sky the main one professionally edited by like a professional editor in college I used my nannying money and I worked at the student store so I had that as well um, and I was unaware at the time that like you would the i like you're technically not supposed to get a book professionally edited before you start querying yeah. like querying is like it, you're not supposed to technically do that and i had no idea i didn't know what i was doing um but that editor is fantastic she sends me like a new year's card every year and she's Aww. so sweet she's from hawaii um her editing house is called pico's house um hmm. and she's her name is crystal she's so sweet and she basically kind of tore apart my manuscript and I was very grateful for it because she basically kind of gave me, she honestly gave me the plot that ended up being the plot. Cause it was about, it's about, um, a girl and a boy who are the only, uh, basically everyone around them fall unconscious and it involves aliens. And she basically like gave me a plot that was so much better than just like aliens cut. Like I, I had had, she gave me the sci-fi-ness that actually, it actually needed and not just the crazy, like, it was really confusing and, and convoluted and she gave me like a really smarter, a smarter way to do it. Um, yeah. So I was really grateful for that. And Aww. the whole thing about like, you shouldn't get an editor before you query is because when you query, you're querying to literary agents. And then the idea is that they will sometimes help you edit. And then if they're not like an editorial agent, once you get to the publisher, then they obviously get you an editor, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So like people say it's like a waste of money or a waste of time to get it professionally edited before. But I mean, I didn't know that. And I was so glad that I did that because, yeah, I mean, I didn't query till much, much later because I kind of just sat on that edit she gave me. And I was like, shit, how am I going to do this? Because it involved like rewriting the whole story it involved so much work. Um, yeah. and so like I basically didn't do anything until I graduated college because I just couldn't like, it was so, um, the idea was so daunting to me and I was like, well, I have classes and um, I'm just going to do these instead because I don't have any time to write. And I was like, I was obviously, I yeah. obviously did because by the time I was a senior, like I barely had, I was not even in, in that many classes. <laughs> like um, I was only on campus like two days a week and I had plenty of time to write, but I just was scared because it not involved, in that space. It involved oh. rewriting so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I eventually, um, once I graduated college, I eventually like dove into it and really edited it and did everything that she recommended and I really fell in love with the way that it was and so I started to query which if you don't know what querying is it's basically where you send a query letter kind of explaining what your um what your story is about just kind of like a little brief mm -hmm. summary like your your biography so if you've had any published work that has to do with um, whatever you're writing about and like your background and then mm -hmm. you kind of say it's this is how many words it is this is what I think why you think you are the perfect agent for me etc and you send them yeah. that and usually you send them like your first 10 pages your first few chapters sometimes they want a synopsis mm -hmm. and so I queried it's about so wild it's crazy and like I basically bought a book on uh like all the literary agents that were like 2019 literary agents. And I bought a book. Mm -hmm. I went through everything. Anyone that said young adult, I pretty much queried. Um, I like went to their site, the literary agency, and I saw like, I just did control F. And I was like, where is young adult sci-fi? And I tried to find as many agents as I could. 
Yeah. And I ended up querying about like 115 agents all in one go, which is really, really stupid and not what you're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I had no idea because I didn't do enough research, but I think I needed to do that to Wait, did you do a mass out. email? No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> like okay, you okay. can't, you cannot do that. Yeah. Cause you have to like individually quit. I mean, I didn't do them all in one sitting, of course. It took me like a few weeks, but I, um, I'm sure somebody's done that. Well, yeah. You're, when you like query an agent, you have to make it personalized. Like otherwise they're not going to oh, read yeah. it. If I you mean, just say dear agent, like you're completely fucked and they won't read the rest of it. Um, yeah. So you, yeah, I mean, you have to make it personalized and plus some people use, some agents use query manager, which is like a online platform yeah. that you put everything into. And then other agents just require you to email them. So it, it's all different. You have to make sure to research because if you don't follow each agency's instructions, they'll just trash your Throw query you. probably. Yeah. And so I queried like 115, 20 agents all in January of last year. So January of 2019. Um, Wild. And I really hadn't gotten my story. I had like my one friend that saw it in high school. I had him read it again um, after I got it professionally edited and like after I made all those edits and he kind of gave me some more Mm -hmm. edits. But other than that, I really didn't have anyone else read it. Um, And so I queried that that manuscript and query letter. And I did like a lot of research in terms of how to write a query letter and stuff, but I didn't really get anyone to look at it again. And I think that was probably my mistake for that first batch is like, I really Mm -hmm. didn't have any what are called beta readers, which are basically just readers you can find on Facebook. I'm in a bunch of Facebook groups um, or even like Anna Claire could be a beta reader for me. Like they, they're not really editing it. They're just kind of reading it and doing like revisions, but um, kind of like, like what you would teachers and yeah, what you would do in um, what you would do in school. I mean, and we talked about yeah. like what we would do in our creative writing classes. Um, just like, does this make sense? Like, what are you looking mm-hmm. for? And then they'll ask you like, what are you looking for in a beta reader? Like, what do you, what are you struggling with that you need me to kind of pick out for you? Um, yeah. And I didn't get any of that done. So I queried like a hundred million people and I got like three out of the 120 requested mm-hmm. my manuscript. So that's kind of the next step is they'll request your manuscript to read. And then if they like it after that, they'll, um, they'll sign you on or whatever. And so I got a couple people that requested my manuscript and then they all kind of fell through except one woman requested an R&R, which is a revise and resubmit, which is basically where she likes it, but she needs me to do a couple of revisions so she can really represent it well. And she thought it had a couple problems. And so she requested, basically, I kind of change up the voice. It sounded too distant. I kind of, we talked about this a little bit Mm -hmm. in our, um, in another episode, but it was kind of like, it felt like I was filtering too much, like saying, I feel this. And so she sent that. So she was like, this is what I want you to do. And then I went in a couple Facebook groups and they were like, wow, that's awesome. R and R's are so like, uh, rare. Like you mm-hmm. got this and people say you can take as long as you want with an R and R. And I took way too long, but <laughs> I took like months and months and I got a bunch of beta readers from Facebook a specific one that totally tore it apart and like picked out all the places where I was filtering. And that really changed like the whole story and it made it yeah. voice a lot stronger. And I was so appreciative for that. And months later, after I got a bunch of beta readers, I finally had this like revise and resubmit. And then by that time, that particular agent was not taking on any new clients. And then yeah. like a few weeks later, she actually ended up being an editor now. So she's not even an agent anymore. Um, and she recommended I submit to like her colleague, but then her colleague didn't, uh, didn't want it. So I was pretty devastated. And I thought that I was like, Oh, I took so long, but in the end, I don't think it's really my fault. I mean, maybe if I took two weeks, she would have already been like, I'm not taking any more clients. So it really, and I think that 
it obviously changed my story a lot for the better having to go through that because she kind of picked out what was particular some particular issues with it and I was uh I was still ended up like being being really happy with the the final product and so I decided to um kind of start over and I rewrote my query letter this time with your help and with a lot of other people's help because I had not really gotten anyone yeah um and like I looked at query shark like I really Mm -hmm. hadn't done that before which is an awesome website where it's like you can talk about it you know more about it than I do probably yeah (laughs) I mean it's like 500 and counting um, query submissions, like actual writers submit it to this person who is an agent. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she like tears it apart or whatever, gives them feedback and then they can resubmit with their updates. And like her, my plan was always to, I mean, I still haven't finished a manuscript. Yeah. But I started looking into query letters before I knew you had to finish your manuscript for a first time publication. Yeah. Um, so then I ended up when I was writing, I would like write uh, a thousand or a couple thousand words a day. And then I would read like five entries on Query Shark, which was like a lot of work to do every yeah. day. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I, I got through a certain amount. But so my plan has always been to uh submit to her to get feedback mm-hmm. or try to as like my first step but to do that you have to read all of her like entries and she says she can tell if you don't read them yeah. all yeah it's very it's basically just like a really bit like bare bones looking website it's just a blog like with all of her archives mm-hmm. and all these different revisions of people's query letters um so it's you it's learn really so much from it though yeah. yeah and i have a ton of books too that like talk about it and um that really, that really helped. But I I thought that like my second iteration of my query letter was super, it was a lot better. It was Mm -hmm. um, a lot cleaner and told the story more. And so I, um, I ended up querying a few more agents. So like I looked back at who, at the agencies that I'd queried an agent from, and then I saw like what other agents there were that I could possibly query um, Mm -hmm. at that particular agency. And I saw like some new agents and whatever and I queried as many people that I could that I really hadn't queried and I did them in two batches this time because the reason you're not supposed to query a million people at once is because you need to get feedback like so if your first query letter gets a bunch of like no's then maybe you should try and rewrite it before you submit to other agents and that's one mistake I made before um and so I ended up querying a few more agents I got I was like a lot more hopeful and I ended up getting like the very first response was somebody that wanted to see more she wanted like 50 pages mm-hmm. um, instead of like the three that I gave her or whatever and um, that ended up falling through and I really haven't gotten any more um, requests since then um, so I kind of decided to just give up on book one which mm-hmm. is like my baby and move on to kind of rewriting book two which was started out as a fan fiction and mm-hmm. turned into a book that I also really love um, and I'm trying to because so many people have said like usually your first book is not the one that gets you an agent and then yeah. if you get it you get your second book then you can give them your first book once you get an agent and be like do you mm-hmm. like this so I mean it's but I kind of feel like in a way that none of these are like gonna because they're just they're books that I wrote so long ago and maybe I just need to write something new and maybe, maybe. once I I don't know so I'm currently oh, revising. So scary. Ugh, I'm currently revising my my second book that I wrote um, around the same time yeah. as my first one, and 
working on doing that and hopefully getting the process started with careering and all that again. And now that I know what I've, what I've learned from the first time around, um, hopefully that'll help. And I've, yeah. I learned a lot more about the publishing industry after I made all those mistakes. Like I've watched a lot more YouTube videos and learned more about how it all goes down and what happens. And I think that I'm a lot more in the know now and I know what to do and I won't yeah, take man. a year to figure it all out. And mm-hmm. I don't know. So we shall see, but that's kind of my yeah. journey through the publishing world so far, which I haven't even made it to the publishing world. Cause that's once that's you get an so agent, cool. you don't even get to go to the publishing world. Maybe because the, if the agent can't sell your book, like there's so many steps that are full of rejection, yeah. which sucks. But I mean, that's with any creative stuff, I guess. So. It's nice that you sort of like have already figured out the process though. I just wish it didn't take like sacrificing my favorite book and the work I'm so proud of, but hopefully, like I said, hopefully I won't have to sacrifice it and hopefully it'll eventually once, if I have another book that gets some attention from agents, maybe. So I'll be able to, yeah, I don't know. I'm, it sucks because this is like the book that I always was like, I want to publish this first. It's like the only one that I've really been so strongly about getting published, like anything that I've written, Um, but Mm -hmm. it's, it just sucks, but you know, that's how it works and yeah. I can still, I still can, I don't know. There's still options. So yeah, that's my story. I think that's part of what scares me for um, finishing my project or whatever. Yeah. It could be like, just, I mean, it took me so long to finish. Like when I got the revise and resubmit from that one agent, it took me just so long to finish. Cause I think I was just scared to resubmit it. Cause I was like, if this is not perfect, she's gonna. Yeah. This is my but, one shot. And then of course she's like, well, I'm out of this career. I'm like, well, damn. Yeah. So I mean, good for her. I think she has like her own independent editing agency or she's an, uh, an independent editor now, but you know, yeah. uh, of course that would happen. I still feel like it's going to happen though, Brenna. Yeah. I'm like, I, I have strong uh, faith. I'm, it just kind of, it feels if I do get like my second book, if my second book gets an agent before this one or be- mm-hmm. whatever, like it just kind of feels like, well, my second book is a romance and it's really like mm-hmm. cheesy. And it's like, well, if this one <laughs> gets an agent and like the one that I put so much like research and all of this shit into and it's mm-hmm. like sci-fi and crazy, like, oh, come on. <laughs> I still am very proud of my second book, but it's just like a lot. Yeah. It felt like it was a lot easier to write because we've talked about this before. It didn't require like a ton of, cause it's like a contemporary yeah. young adult, which is different than a like genre, um, sci-fi, all that nonsense. So um, that's so funny because mine's the same the one I'm working on is genre yeah and then the other big idea that I have is um like set in in the real world yeah I think it's I don't know so I mean I'm just I'm just you know everything about the publishing industry is just the waiting game and the procrastination yeah. game and then when you have a spark that you're like I need to write you write and then a month passes mm-hmm. and you have it written and then you get another spark. Like, it's just crazy. And Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Okay, cool. I heard the thing when sugar came in earlier, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, um, it is a waiting game. But if you think about it, like, I don't know, you're newly 24, you've figured out a lot of shit. I mean, I remember when I was younger, like, I mean, not necessarily younger, but like I guess beginning of college Mm -hmm. um like end of high school I was just researching like how to get published and I was so confused and I didn't like understand any of it I stayed up like all night one night just googling like how do I get published and it was just so confusing to me I didn't understand (laughs) 
Um, and I was like, this is never, ever going to happen. And I've always like, I understand, oh, you can just self-publish. Like my uh, boss self-published a book um, and he does like a free plus shipping thing. So, you know, like all the Instagram ads you'll see that are like this bracelet, free plus shipping. Like he just, it's like a lead magnet. So he'll just do it to get leads um, yeah. into his business. And um, I mean, he's gotten like so many sales. I mean, he has it on Amazon too. So he's gotten sales from Amazon, but like it was self-published through this um, company that will, will like kind of do it for you, do it all for you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can put anything up on Amazon, like any, like I yeah. literally, so I had in the sky a very, very early iteration up on Amazon in the ebook like section. You, you can put anything up on Amazon. And so I'm pretty sure my mom and her cousin were the only ones that bought it. So technically like when agents are like, has this work been published before? Like, I guess technically I would have to say yes, but I mean, mm-hmm. I deleted it and it's gone from there. Um, yeah. And it was like such an old iteration that it was just not even close to like what the story has become. Um, but so you can like put stuff up anywhere, but like, I want to be traditionally published. Like I, there's no way that my book is going to get in Barnes and Noble. God pray that Barnes and Noble lives for longer than quarters. <laughs> um, I mean, it already has, but <laughs> um, like you're not going to get it in Barnes and Noble unless you're like have a gigantic following like yeah traditional the publishing um like companies are the only ones that can get you into to barnes and noble so mm-hmm. and i feel like the only way i'd be able to self-publish a book is if i had like a gigantic audience and they would buy it and would, I'd well you never know we could blow up on this show i mean i have like a hundred followers on instagram does that count like that so it's just hey, uh, it's better than 20 it's better than 20 yeah but you know, there's, there's definitely options if like eventually yeah. there's plenty of options and I'm not, not losing hope. So awesome. Yeah. Aw. Okay. That's about it. Well, and if, I guess if anybody has any questions too, yeah. I feel like it'd be a really good or information to share with us. We're always trying to foster a little writer's community because I yeah. think it is super valuable. I think it's, I mean, like I said, I was so, I didn't know that half this shit existed until I had to go through it on my own. So that's probably my fault for not doing enough research, but also I'm, there's only so much research you can do. I I think I just had to go in and I'm really excited for you to finish this current project and then start querying and not have to do all the research leading up to it. Like it's still going to be a lot of work. But I already have a whole list of agents that I queried to before and I, and Granted, most probably most of them, like I will need to see if they also uh, represent romance, but mm-hmm. I think that it'll be, um, yeah, it'll be so much easier and I'm excited. I've, last night I actually finished the like rewriting kind of process. So oh. now I just have to like go back and do all of the kind of revisions and go through it and make it longer. And, but I finished like getting all the shit out that was like the old bad writing from high school. So <laughs> yeah, cool. so I'm excited. I'm excited. And we shall, we shall see what happens. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. Sounds like a perfect place to yeah. end it. So well, we'll talk to you guys later. If you, if you want to, uh, I don't know, uh, send stuff, questions are on Twitter or to our email, which we, you know, have in the outro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. Please do. Please do. Okay. All right. Bye. See you in the next quarantine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't hesitate to let us know what you think or suggest a new discussion topic. You can email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com or use the Ask Me Anything tab on our stupid Tumblr, anobsessivenature.tumblr.com. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>